Hello and welcome to Drop the Ball. We are back once again. We're back once again and it's just me and Jackson. We it, don't need to preface we that We don't anymore. need to preface, yeah. We're the hosts. Yeah, it's it's us. Welcome back to Drop the Ball with Jackson and Matt. Yeah, boom. Uh, here's the thing. Here is the big bamboo and caboodle. So, we're going to talk about some Chiefs, then we're going to talk about some Royals. God. We're going to try and not kill ourselves while we're talking about the Royals. Oh, but there's, I don't know, there's probably some good to talk about. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Probably returns if we're real to some good news we'll before we start that. talking about anything bad? We should probably should, yeah. Um, McDonald's is coming out with a Grimace shake. You know who Grimace is? Yeah, I know Grimace The big purple fuck? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Apparently, if you get 60,000 points on the McDonald's app, you get one night with Grimace. Mm. And he can't say no to anything. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Possibilities are endless. Yeah, I'm gonna start going to McDonald's more. <laughs> um, but they're doing it for his birthday. That's like the whole thing is like it's Grimace's birthday. Go get the Grimace shake, or whatever. Yeah, me and Grimace share a fucking birthday. Jackson is Grimace. The three, the three heavy hitters, bro: Jackson Wilkes, Grimace, and Anne Frank, all <laughs> born on June 12th, baby. Yeah. We run this fucking world. All you need is one more. Oh, the Cock Goblin. Cock the Goblin. Kid. That's the that's the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> the that's the Mount Rushmore. Jackson Wilkes, Anne Frank, uh, Purple Grimace. Bitch, Grimace. Purple Bitch. <laughs> uh, Don't talk about my brother like that, man. <laughs> Grimace and, uh, and, and the Cock, Cock Goblin. Goblin. That's the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> Jackson. That's Jackson's Mount Rushmore <laughs> of all time. <laughs> Greatest people of all time. <laughs> Grimace, Jackson Wilkes, the Cock Goblin, Anne Frank. Anne Frank. She was a homie. Yeah, she was. Um, <laughs> so, anyways, I just wanted to bring up that good news. Me and Grimace share a birthday. Thank God. Um, also, someone pointed out, like, I'm so pissed that I never put this together, but someone pointed out on Twitter um, that a June 12th birthday uh, means that there is a realistic possibility that um, <laughs> that uh, I was conceived on 9-11, September 11th. Not 2001. I was born before that, unfortunately. Um, Damn. Mom and dad, I don't need to know the answer to this. But <laughs> um, there's a possibility. You know? Same with Grimace. Yeah. Same with Anne Frank. Yeah. So. Well, Anne Frank would have been a while ago. Well, right. I mean, like, so would have Grimace and I as well. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Like, we would have, but we would have all been before the actual, you know. The Cock Goblin, though, he might have actually been conceived on 9 11. Maybe. Maybe. We can think. We anyway. Can, <laughs> we can think. Well, we we'll can never think know, about I guess. It. We'll never yeah, know we'll for never sure. Know. Uh, He's a mystery. God, if only we had something in our pockets that we could, we could look shit up. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but we should probably go to the Arrowhead Chop Talk, then move to the Coffin Corner, swing over to the co- to the K for the Coffin Corner. Two Ks. That's how we're different. We've been different the whole time. That's how it rolls. Anyway, so uh, the Coffin Corner... And then we're going to end it with America's favorite segment. Drop the ball. I know you're waiting so, 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 so long for that. But here we go. Arrowhead Chop Talk. My God. Okay. The Chiefs. Great team. Thank God. We can talk about something good for right now. Thank God. Uh, uh, the DeAndre Hopkins sweepstakes have are still ongoing. And nobody knows. Apparently he's meeting with Tennessee. And I'm like... Who knows what happens there? But the big thing that I wanted to talk about was I heard somebody on Fox Radio say that Dalvin Cook should go to the Chiefs. 
I and figured Chiefs, you were going to bring this up. And that Dalvin Cook would make the Chiefs running game way, 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 way better. I have my opinions, but I am going to shift it to you first. So, personally, I would like that better than going out and trying to get, like, DeAndre Hopkins. Yeah. Um, okay. At the same time, there's got to be a reason that he's being released, right? Like, I mean, I don't, I'd don't. i have to go back and look at his stats, and I'm sure he was probably still, like, a top-five running back in the league. But, I mean, he's in his 30s now, right? He's 27. Is he only 27? If I mean, depending on how much cap he's going to take. I, that's the biggest thing for me, and that's the thing that we've been talking about. Like, I like I, mm. I per, like I like Pacheco, and I like McKinnon. I think the two of them in the backfield is a great combo. And Clyde being your third option right, is right. not Like, I, it's not a matter of need. This is, I like, this is, I think at the end of the day, the reason I think I would, like, prefer that over, like, going out and trying to get another like wide receiver is because like a wide receiver is just going to cost more at the end of the day. Um, and I'm sure that there's going to be some sort of sweepstakes for, Dar- for, for cook because you know, he's a good running back and I guess he's 27. I thought he was older, but um, I think even still we could probably get him for a fairly reasonable price. And, and even if we don't get yeah. him for a reasonable price, that's still going to be considerably cheaper than, adding a wide receiver i don't hate the idea like if if it was announced i'd be like oh if yeah interesting i'd be intrigued i'd definitely be like okay all right my my but. only issue with it is that you inevitably if you sign dalvin cook you have to cut that role into three pieces because right. w- my opinion and this is i don't want to i don't want them to sign dalvin cook would do I would I go crazy if they if they did? I think it'd be cool if they did. Yeah, would I be upset? No. no. But am I also like we need another running back? No. no. I I seriously think that I seriously think that if you sign Dalvin Cook, you hinder Isaiah Pacheco's development. Right. And I think that you can't do that. Right. Because he could be better than Dalvin Cook. I'm not saying that he is, but. I, I don't know. I, I don't even know if it's a matter of being better. It's just like my, he could my, fit the scheme better. Like my, know, one like, of my biggest problems with what uh, with what some people have to say about Isaiah Pacheco is some people are like he's a seventh rounder. I'm like, what? Wait, why do you like? And that's that's why they should get another running back is because Isaiah Pacheco was a seventh rounder. And I'm like, I don't think that you can look at somebody who's played a full season in the NFL and had a thousand yards on the ground. And be like, whoa, he was a seventh rounder. It's like, what the fuck do you mean? It's not like, oh, well, his talent is way less than everyone else's. He was at a bad school, and he was overlooked because of that. And his offensive line at Rutgers was dog shit. And you saw that when he got to Kansas City, and even in the playoff run, for the most part, really, is when he really, really, really turned on the Jets, no pun intended, and got it done i mean seriously he had a touchdown in the super bowl he had one of the biggest rushes in the super bowl one of the biggest rushes on that 98 yard drive by chad henney right. in the divisional round against the jaguars i mean seriously i think isaiah pacheco fits with this team needs right now right especially after they've signed jarek mckinnon and I, I at the end of the day i think him and dalvin are pretty similar style of runner like running back i like uh, there's differences in their game there's differences in their game. I, but i feel like they fulfill the same need oh i think i think they're very different i i they, i mean i don't i don't know i disagree with you i just think that they fill the same exact need okay yeah that, and, and that i mean that's whatever like i don't 
I just don't know, like, situationally, I just don't know what Dalvin Cook brings to the table, you know. That's like – That Isaiah couldn't do. And, and I don't yeah. – I think it'd be the same way if it was, like, Isaiah got cut and the Vikings were like, well, what if we went out and got Isaiah Pacheco? It's like – and they still had Dalvin. You know, it's like the rich get richer, I guess, but, like, I just don't know. Yeah, and I, I think one of the biggest things about it is that I don't know if you can add him – Well. Well, adding Dalvin Cook make him make your team so much better than it is right now. That, like, that's is the that's the yeah. question? I th- I think you could. There's an outside opportunity that you add Dalvin Cook and you have a top five running game in the in the league. And if you right? have a top five running game and Patrick Mahomes, right? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But I think that there's an equal, if not stronger, chance that you add Dalvin Cook, and it he it's it's the same thing as what happens when we like added Le'Veon Bell. Or shady, yeah. Sean McCoy, like, like everybody gets a little bit into it. You know, there's a little bit of like, oh my god, are we gonna have like this crazy ass run game for the first time with Patrick Mahomes? And then the season kind of gets in, and we see like limited use, maybe yeah. a couple flashes, and then by the end of the season, he's a healthy scratch in the postseason. You know, like I think that is just as strong as a possibility as having a top five rush game in yeah. the league. You know? I think that. They're a little different, Sully, and you know this because Shady was older and Dalvin Cook is not as old as Shady was. But uh, yeah, I I just can't right. I can't get my mind around but signing Re- him and Reed's a scheme guy. Yeah, Reed's a scheme guy, and yeah. like they could go out and sign Ronald Jones is a great example. Yeah, he's I mean he was never as good as Dalvin Cook, but he was great for a little bit, you know. He, and he he's really not that old. Bucks. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's probably around the same age as Dalvin, if I had to guess. Yeah, he's probably like twenty-seven ish. And I mean, he came in and like, I mean, he he had to fight to get off the practice squad. I, he, I mean, at one point, I think he asked to be traded because it was like the close to the deadline, and he hadn't even sniffed like an active roster yet. Yeah. And then even when he did, it was just like it was like maybe three carries a game. Yeah, and <clears throat> yeah, I, I think. I think he's going to be way more expensive than others think he's going to be. Like I think that uh I think he's going to probably be 5 to 7 million yeah. and that's something that the Chiefs won't. That's doable. It's doable. It's frankly doable, but it's doable, but I seriously do think that when the Roy- when the Royals, the Royals when the Chiefs signed uh Donovan Smith the tackle a one-year 9 million dollar deal, they, they right. kind of were like our roster's set. Right. Yeah. I, I like, feel like they, they were like, cool, our roster's set. We got what we want. I'm sure they sniffed it. I'm sure, like, yep. when they heard it, they were like, let, I mean, let, might as well, right? Like, there's yeah, no if, harm in Veach going to the agent and being like, hey, man. And solely because. going to take? You yeah, know, solely but, because the Chiefs are in a very, very illustrious position to where they are able to. Be like, you know what? We'll just give you this because people are going to want right. to come ring chase. Right. Not like, to mention, it's, it's not Holmes. like we have any huge needs either. Yeah. Like you, we can afford to miss out on a Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Like it's not like it's not like the Broncos. Yeah. Who have literally no rushing attack right now. Yeah, they do. Javante Williams. He got out. He, I guess something something that we isn't one hundred percent. I get that. Right. Uh, he was a rookie last year, but he showed a lot of promise. He showed so. some promise, but he's—I st- mean—they still were probably bottom half of the league in rushing. Well, he—he he got hurt. Years. He tore his ACL. Right. So. so it's like—I mean, like I, like if you're like the Broncos and you're like trying, like it's not like we're in the situation where like we maybe have we think we have the pieces, but we're obviously not competing with the other guys still. You know, 
like we don't have that issue like we have a solid run game that really blossomed over the end of the season our wide receiver core is young maybe a tad bit inexperienced but has a lot of promise and there's enough experience there that i'm not freaking out about it we still have patrick mahomes and travis kelsey and we're returning almost everybody from defense so it's like we're okay yeah you know and so we can sniff a dalvin cook type but that's probably all it is yeah i would agree with you i'd agree with you I can I can do a safety wipe to make sure there's no shit on my toilet paper, you know. Odds are I'm probably not gonna wipe again if it's clean, right? Yeah. Same idea. It really clicked in my head. Thank you. Yeah. Um, just making sure. You, I just wanted to make sure it really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> locked in for everybody. And then uh, Frank Clark signs with the Broncos. This was n- this is new news. Good old Jamal Charles situation here, <laughs> everybody. I think it was 100%. Yeah, Frank Clark signed a one-year deal with the Broncos. I think it's 100% Sean Payton being like, hey, come on, get over here. I vid- I'm- They paid him $7 million. I would venture to guess that's the most that he's been offered or maybe the only thing that he's been offered. And like, I, here's the thing. I don't think this is a Frank Clark thing at all. Like, I don't think this is Frank Clark going like, yeah, fuck you. I'm going to see you twice a year now. Oh, no, they gave him a shit ton like, of money. Like, I think this is this is the Broncos, if anything, trying to get – insight into the chiefs defense for one and two maybe hope that there's a little bit of a chip on the shoulder now don't get me wrong i think frank clark still has a little bit in the tank whether he has seven million in the tank no but i think he has a little bit like he's what 33 around yeah like he's definitely not done like he's definitely got a couple more years of being like a valuable veteran um and i think he knows that and honestly like I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs offered him a little bit, right? Like, I wouldn't be surprised if there was some sort of offer on the table from the Chiefs, especially with, like, Chris Jones, like, actively and and publicly lobbying for him to be back on the team. Like, I, I, I venture to guess that there was multiple teams that were giving, giving him monetary offers, or numbers at least, and the Broncos just gave him the most. And I genuinely think a lot of that was just because he was playing defense for – the reigning best team in the division like yeah. by far for the last six years. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100%. And I think that, uh, I don't think it's motivated by Frank Clark to be like, no, screw you. No. Yeah. I, I, I don't think there's any bad blood between the team and him at all, but yeah, we're just going to have to see what Frank Clark ends up, ends up doing. I he might not even be clear. a starter for that. Like, I mean, he's probably not. Yeah. Like he might be a rotational piece. He might be like a third down guy. I mean, I'd love to see him. I mean, I have no beef with him. I'd love to see him get starting reps. You yeah, know? he get he but. does get to face the Chiefs twice a year, though. So we will we will have to see. Anyway, uh, we could probably be done be done with the Chiefs. They went to the White House. Y'all saw that that yeah, huge Travis that huge, Kelsey huge thing. I it was, I think it was a, like I don't think Travis Kelsey was ever going to actually say anything on the on New but. Heights on New Heights on the New Heights podcast. Uh, Travis Kelsey said that he was going to say something. He was going to say something, and then. And then Pat was like, nope, yeah, you're not going to do it's this. probably for the best. Yeah, apparently all he wanted to say was, my fellow Americans. That's apparently all he what? wanted to say. <laughs> oh, okay. But he started off with, I've been wanting to do this my whole life. So I was like, dude, just say my fellow Americans. People might have listened. People might have, like... Honestly, if he started out with that, I'm sure people would have probably keyed in. They'd be like, all right, what's he got to say? But the thing is, you, you can't just walk up at the White House to yeah. the president's podium and say my fellow Americans and not say anything else. Yeah, <laughs> like it's not allowed, even for the bit. Like you gotta like, at least give them something. You yeah, know? maybe my fellow Americans, you gotta fight. Uh, here's the thing, dude. They gotta give that up eventually. Yeah. It was really awesome the first time. 
and then they did it in the year I think like once in the year where they lost the Super Bowl. Yeah. And then they did it again this year and it was like it that's okay. it's I don't know, it's Travis's thing. Who knows? But they also play it after every single touchdown in the stadium. Every, every, every touchdown. single touchdown? Every the- Chiefs touchdown in the stadium they really? play that. And it's like it's awesome. I could understand after every Travis Kelsey touchdown. Right. No, every touchdown. And it's like it's I don't hate the idea of the Chiefs having like an anthem, you know? Especially not one of the, like the shitty Tech Nine ones. Yeah. Hot take, none of those are good songs. Just Tech Nine in general or like no, Tech Nine I think has some good songs like from when he was in his prime. None of the Chiefs ones are good. Welcome to the Reggie-dub. That one honestly, that one was the best one out of all of them, and then all of the like Trump humpers took it over. <laughs> And there's one specific person who I cannot stand. Everything that this person does, like, just aggravate. It pisses me off. Like, it makes me angry. Mm-hmm. And they, like, they post, like, on their story, them, like, listening to the song, and they're like, I'm a Chiefs fan. You know, I'm, I love the Chiefs. And I'm just like, shut the fuck up. Shut the hell up. Like, they'll post, like, them, like, driving in their car, blasting the song after, like, a win. Woohoo. And I'm like, literally, good. S- shut up. Anyway, are you a part of the team? Because I'm getting a Super Bowl. I am a part of the team. I'm getting a Super Bowl ring. So, <laughs> oh, shit. we won. No, I won, bitch. You watched me win. Yeah, we brought that up already. Yeah, you, you're getting a Super Bowl ring. Yeah, That's yeah, I crazy. Know. I know. I just had to flex it again. Yeah. Anyways, anyway, okay, yeah. Let's move on to the worst, second second worst team in baseball, only behind the other team, who's probably there's no way they get out there's no way the a's get out of this season without some sort of like punishment for what they're doing right now right um there's got to be some sort of like co- competitive like edge committee or something who, who's right? gonna who's uh, no because there's not a salary cap that's crazy are we dude. trying to have this conversation now because i, mean, I there should be a salary cap there also should be a salary minimum but that's besides the point. i i agree with you i think that there should 100 percent be a salary cap in baseball. It will never happen because it's well because the so union far. would have to agree to it, and the players are not aren't going to want to get paid less. Like yeah. Mike Trout isn't going to, and, and Shohei Otani aren't going to be like, I don't want my five hundred million deals anymore. You know, like that's just never going to happen. It's existed in the other sports for long enough that like when it was implemented, the players weren't getting paid half a billion dollars. You know, yeah, for like thirteen year deals. But. uh Unfortunately, baseball drugged their feet a little bit too long on it. and But, you know, it makes me feel better because it's been pretty much proven, like, fact, that at this point that having the highest salary in baseball doesn't win you World Series. doesn't win you game. Like, it the Mets suck ass. Series. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. That's not what I mean, but... I do think that, like, there needs to be... Su- there needs to be a minimum, and I think that you could absolutely put a minimum. Like... They're not, I mean, like, it's not going to be, like, $100 million, but, like, if you implemented a minimum that was, like, 75 mil, you know? But like the only problem is, like, if you have a lot of young guys, you, you're not going to fucking pay them $75 million. Well, you're going to have to fucking start. Yeah. Uh, That's... At the end of the day, end of the day, they're already underpaying minor leaguers like crazy. So, if you're not willing to pay the dudes who are in the major leagues and on their minor league deals still, then we probably need to start having a discussion. You know, like there needs to be a conversation. Yeah. I, I 100% Like you're telling me Bobby Wood Jr. isn't probably worth five mil a year right now? I don't know what he's getting, but he probably deserves at least five mil a year. 
even with what he's playing at right now. Yeah, I I think that this team, I think that there should be a, a salary cap, but that that's that's a whole different conversation that right. I don't necessarily want to have. But uh, yeah, the second worst team in baseball. Um, what can we say about this team that just got swept by the the uh, Miami Marlins? Sorry, not Florida. That's been a while. Uh, and also got. Uh, two of three taken from them from the Colorado Rockies as well. Well, do you want some sort of a positive here, or do you want me just to go in? What does go in mean? Just like be like, fuck these people. Yeah, are we going this? full negative, or do you want some sort of positive? What's the po- what's a positive? Even with how shitty this team is playing, I genuinely think and I genuinely see a path where there's drastic improvement next year. That's probably just the optimist in me. You know, but like we're, we're we're young, we're cutting some of the dead weight. Like the pitching is just atrocious. It's bad. It's the worst that's probably been maybe in my life. Yeah, which is saying something too. Um, but but there's at least probably three guys that we will trade by the deadline that will probably yield us something useful. Oh, if anything of use is on this team after the trade deadline, I'm going to be pissed. Like, except for Salvador Perez is the only one that I'm like, no. And that is the conversation that I want to have later because Salvador Perez has been coming up in trade talks. No, he won't be. Uh, I don't think he will be either, but Um, that's a whole different story. I I just think that, like, there there is an avenue where this team is – like, I I don't know. With the current build of the team – I don't know if there's ever going to be a season going in, like with this roster, like where I'm I'm sitting here in in March and I'm going, I there is no alternate future where we're 500 or in the wild card race. Are we really bad this year? Yes. Is a lot of that attributed to the fact that we played some of the worst baseball I've ever watched in my life in the first month of the baseball season? Also, yes. Have we played? significantly better baseball since then yeah like yeah we can look at we can look at losing Have a series to the, we can look at losing a series to the rockies and being swept by the marlins and go god they suck ass but like they've the last i would venture to guess just off the top of my head they've probably been playing close ish to 500 baseball or at least significantly closer to 500 baseball since the beginning of may than they were in the months of or in the month of april uh, they're 18 and 44 i'd have to check I, but I, we were dude we were already like like 12 games below 500 going into may i'm pretty sure like we oh no we were asked going into may that's not what i mean like i i don't know i we're bad we're bad but i i just i don't know like i there's there's some things that i think can be fixed now and there's some things that I think we, that can be fixed later and the things that, are getting, that need to be fixed now that can be fixed now I think are getting fixed now the offense is starting to look at least competent from multiple angles from multiple viewpoints they went 10 and 17 in the month of May that's what, what was our what was our April record our April record I am not 
I was just doing the math in my head. No, yeah, yeah. So I c- can't tell you, but we had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two losses in the month of April. So five less losses in the month of May. Seven and twenty-two is how they finished the month of April. And we were ten and seventeen in May. Yeah, that's not insignificant. It's not crazy, but it's not insignificant. And now June is also starting to look like shit. But also, we're like a week into June. We have one week. We have one win in the month of June. We are one and five. Here's the deal. At this point in the season, and I've I've seen people like bash on this kind of ideology, and it's like whatever. This point in the season, we're not in the in the playoffs, right? No. So, what's the difference between 100 losses and 90 losses? As long as we're not That's breaking, a whole different conversation and you as, know that it's a whole different conversation. As long as we are not breaking records for the worst team to ever play the sport. F- fuck it. As long as we're not breaking records for the worst Royals team to ever play the sport. We're on we're on we're pace. We're on pace for sure, but as long as we don't do it, I do not give a fuck what happens this season. In terms of record. To, in my opinion right now, record is useless to me. Record is as useless as pitcher's record. It does not matter to me anymore. The only thing I'm concerned about is making sure that young players develop, we make the right moves by the deadline, and something, some semblance of a plan for the future develops by the end of September. Like, as a Royals fan, as someone who wants to see them get better, as someone who's frustrated with how the I season's think, gone. I think plan for the future, I think by the by the month, by September. By the end of August. There's, into September. Yeah, I just, I just want to see a plan start to form. I think that, I think you need to be like, okay, are we spending money this offseason or are we not? I think that that's the, right. that's the conversation you need to have. I think you need to spend money no matter what. But if they're asshole terrible right they're, they're not gonna spend money now they're here's the thing going. i do think i do think that there is something to say about like young players not feeling motivated or supported by a team that sucks ass like we're a small market team but long story short we need to be focused on trying to lock in the vinnie pasquantino's the bobby Wood juniors you know maybe the nick prados and michael garcia's like that has to be important to us right now, and we can do what we can do in the clubhouse to cultivate those cultivate those relationships and those connections. But those guys, no one wants to play for a team that is going to do absolutely nothing for their legacy, right? The ultimate goal for everyone, outside of the money, is to win a World Series. Yeah. Kids don't start playing baseball and like pretend to be major league baseball players when they're messing around with their friends and stuff. Because they're like, I want to earn a $350 million contract and get 75 a year. 10-year-olds don't give a fuck about that. Now, like, they definitely think about the money. Like, that's a cool little, like, fun little perk of the fantasy, the role play, right? But, like, it's always, like, two down, full count, bottom of the ninth in the World Series. Yeah. You know, I'm... David Ortiz stepping up to the plate. I'm Barry Bonds. Stepping like, it's not... That's what these dudes are here for, is to win games. So, like, obviously, like, I'm worried about 
what it's going to do and what it means to a Bobby Witt Jr., to a Vinny Pasquantino, to even like Nick Prado, Michael Garcia, the dudes who maybe aren't at that point yet where they can leverage, right? I'm worried about what that means for them um, for the future. And I want them to want to be here. So I don't want, I obviously don't want to see a hundred loss team. That's not, I'm not going to sit here and say that I want that. But like I was saying, record is not really of importance to me. 18 and 44. You said, so you said we are 18 and 44. Yep. I probably checked out at like seven and 22. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. No, I, I agree with you. And I think that it, honestly, when you're looking for a win here, it took us an extra, it took us an extra, whole extra week to double our losses. No, you uh, know, yeah. From the first month. Here's the, yeah. Instead of one month to double our losses, it took us a month and a week. So we're getting slightly better. We're getting a week better at a time. How about that? You know? Boom. You should make a shirt. One week better at a time. The Royals. <laughs> Baseball with the Royals. Kansas City. Um. Anyway. Anyway, this is uh, this is an interesting topic, and I do I do want to talk about it. That uh, was just my little optimism spiel. No, it's like, I, no, I no, and I agree with you, and I will and I will indulge you solely because you have seen that there are not terrible people on this team, right? And that's the thing that pisses right. me off is that all of the dudes have huge games by themselves, but they just don't put it, all put it together right. at the same time. Yeah, and I think that that's really what the problem is: is that no yeah. one can gel at the same time. Nobody can really understand that. That comes with playing together forever and understanding what you're supposed to be doing right yeah like our average what's our average like our average service time in our starting lineup from day service to day is probably time? like three not even and like it's all because of salvi i was gonna like say, he's just bringing the average up by like not even years. three i would say our average if you take away salvi oh it's one it's like one it's one it's got to be our average our average might be below one or below without one. salvi with salvi i'd say it's probably around three you just have to remember, like Zach Grinky. Two and a half. You're like Zach Grinky, if you're including the rotation. You said lineup. You said That's lineup. True. But if you're including the rotation. Um. Anyway. 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 Uh. Yeah. They. It pisses me off when people get stupid, stupid, stupid pissed at this team solely because. Uh. And yeah, I don't care. I'll say it. Clubhouse conversation on fucking Twitter. God. Damn it! Yeah. I do not understand. He's like, "Well, oh, just keep happening." Yeah, it's upsetting. I right. understand. Yeah, you can be mad. You're. Okay. It's okay. Right. But what do you think was going to happen, dude? Yeah, that's the thing that pisses me <laughs> off about it is that I'm like, why? Why do you think that this expectation was put on this team to be fantastic? I like, never heard once this offseason the game, they were going to compete. I don't. That's what like, I mean. Like they, like they were pretty upfront about it. This isn't a fucking movie, look, dude. Like the team of youngster, youngsters, yeah. upstart players isn't going to come in and whoop veteran ass. That's yeah. not. That's not what this is. Especially in baseball, right? But yeah, and but here's the thing: is like people like that are like, you shouldn't be okay with them losing, and I'm like, here's the thing. I'm not okay with it. But what did what what did they tell us at the beginning of the season that seriously put in our into our minds that was like, yep, this team's gonna be fucking amazing. And yes, did I say that on this team on this yeah, show? Blue, I said that they were gonna freaking make the playoffs. That's what I said. Yeah. I said they were gonna be top ten in offense. That's what I said. And in I the told American, you that was dumb. Yeah. Which is fine. But here's the thing is that you cannot 
cannot put all your stock into thinking that this team worth of, like we said, the average service time is what, two point something? If you take away Salvi, probably one something. Like, these people don't have at bats. They right. don't, they don't see yeah. pitching. They haven't seen all this, and I'm sure it's infuriating as hell. Fucking ending every game and going back into the, this clubhouse full of dudes that are like, uh, that's it. Yeah, that's know. honestly. If I had to give you one big gripe, sorry, I didn't mean to. Were you? Were you? No, and it's just, I don't know. It pisses me off because like, what did we get? What did we get from the beginning of the season? Sure, uh, we had optimism that they were going to be better than they were. Right. But what did the front office tell us? What did, what did all of the people that are actually in charge of the Royals tell us that, uh, made us that made us think that we were going to be fantastic? Right. Because that's what it seems like. It seems like people are hurt. They're like, how dare them be this bad? I'm like, yeah. What? Like. Yeah, it sucks they're terrible, but you can't change that. And all you can do is just enjoy what you have at the moment. Like, as dumb and, like, let's kumbaya, like, as much as that sounds like that. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm I'm a fucking homeless, I'm a schmo that literally followed the team to St. Louis. Like, we talked about this. Yeah. I, I, like, I like, still Matt and I love are probably putting team. together a road trip to go do it somewhere else. Yeah, like exactly. It, here's the thing. I, they're bad, but they're still, there's still nuggets of optimism in this team that you right. can at least look at. And, like, sure, do they need to make moves? Yeah, they need to make moves. They need to make money. They need to spend money. They need to do this. But but that was the point of the season. That's yeah. what they told us the whole offseason. We know what we do we make have? moves. Yeah. We're going to suck shit for a year so we know what moves we need to make. Yeah. That was, we talked, that was our whole, like, Pre like preseason preview. Of Take this. away the we suck shit part, but like that's that what was, they said. That was the they whole said, season preview we did on this podcast. We'd be we were like, like, you know what? Yeah. Odds are the plan for this season is they might lose ninety games, ninety five games, but they're gonna know what they need to spend money on in the future, right? And and what I said at the beginning of the year is, and this is what I said, I guess in twenty twenty at the beginning of last year, last year too, is if we get to fucking September and Hunter Dozier still in the lineup. What the fuck are we doing? Right, like, they've showed they've showed that they're willing to take the steps. Yeah, they DFA'd Hunter Dozier. Right, they've sent guys down that maybe could have spent a little bit more time up, and mm-hmm. in past seasons would have. You know, they. I mean, they're they're vaguely vaguely willing to respect the time of the prospects. Right, they brought Nick Prado back up, and I thought that was going to be another month and a half before he came up. They brought Michael Garcia up, and I thought that was going to be another month before he came up. You know, like they under. Dayton Moore, we still would be on a team with Hunter Dozier and Nate Eaton up on the Major League Ball Club right now. Nick Prado and Michael Garcia would not be up. Yeah, and I those are two of the best hitters that on the team right seen now. Yeah, at, right now. Michael yeah. Garcia's swing rates are fantastic, and Nick Prado is still hitting three hundred. So I'm fucking high. God, I don't. Yeah, well, I guess we'll nerd out about this terrible team right now. But I, it blows my mind why. Michael Garcia is not better than he is solely because his bat is so fluid. Well, that's I think through the zone, I and just I don't think understand. he's still figuring it out. Yeah, like it's like his swing rates are great. He gets on base a pretty solid amount for the most part. I just think he's figuring. He's he's still trying. There's a difference between being a g- good hitter and there's d- and being a major league baseball hitter. You know. Yeah. And that difference is being able to put a swing on the ball. And he's twenty three years old. That changes yeah. depending on the pitch. 
like the best pit, like the best hitters in the major in Major League Baseball, in a split second can determine what the pitch is and put a specific kind of swing on that pitch. Yeah, Michael Garcia right now is still in the process of just guessing and hoping he's right. I'm pretty sure. Like that's what it looks like. I think everything he's doing right now is just being really solid at guessing and then figuring out as he goes what to do in specific situations. Like you said, he's 23. Yeah, and he does. He's. I think the most compelling part about Michael Garcia is that he gets to two strike counts a lot. Not good. But right. what he does do is he puts together a really good at bat once yeah. he gets to two strikes. Yeah. So it's like, how much are we losing from this at bat? It's he's right. he's doing a at very the very worst. Good job. He's making the pitcher throw like five more five or more pitches. You know. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I there's there are things to be excited about, and there's there's players that I go out of my way to watch. I if I'm at a place where the game is on. I make sure that my phone is down on the table for Nick Prado to hit, for Bobby Wood Jr. to hit, for um, Michael Garcia to hit, yeah, I, to, for Vinny Pasquantino to hit, for Salvador Perez to hit. For even like Michael Massey and MJ Melendez sometimes, I go out of my way to like, I'm locked in. This is yeah. Now, when Nicky Lopez and Jackie Bradley Jr. are hitting, I'm probably not as worried about it. Yeah. Like if I look up from my phone and like they are on base, I'm like, oh, sick, cool. But like there are reasons to make sure you're locked in to what's happening. You know, like, if you can that's fine if it's not good enough reasons for you. That's okay. If you're a fan and what's happening with Royce Baseball right now is not good enough for you to be locked in, then that's don't fine. Watch. That's fine. And it's not even a bad thing. It's not even like a don't watch, like, fuck you, you don't deserve it. It's literally, like, that's fine. That's okay, dude. Yeah, that's what, as a fan, yeah. as someone who's super into this, it is totally okay to not be interested or entertained by what's happening right now. For me, as like a, just a baseball nerd in general, I'm locked in because there are certain things about what is happening with this team that, like I said earlier, could turn around into something better. And now if we get to this point next year and there's still this shit, they're 18 and 44, then I might have some bigger problems. I might have some bigger issues. I might just not watch them for a couple months, you know? Like, okay, I'll watch better baseball at that point. But, like, for now, we have, like, three dudes on the team who are younger than – or 23 or younger – we have probably six More or seven dudes yeah. that are on the major league roster that are probably younger than 25, you know? 75% of our roster is 27 or younger right now. Dude, I think more than like that. Like, a safe 75% of our major league roster right now is has yet to enter their prime or is entering their prime. And that's just... That alone is just the bottom of the barrel, you know? Like... I, you can be upset, you can be mad, you can go out of your way to not watch the games. I totally understand all of it. But if you're if you're one of the fans right now that is just, this team has lost itself, you should not be okay with this, blah, blah, blah. We knew this would happen. Did we hope that it wouldn't happen this bad? Yes, but we knew. Um, and frankly, what they're doing right now, <laughs> there's no way they don't come out of this season with at least some idea of what they need because right now it looks like they need a lot. Um Moving yeah. on to stuff that's not hypothetical, or maybe not. Oh, I was gonna, I was gonna bring up Salvador Perez. Oh yeah, bring up. Bring that's up Salvador that's Perez. the last thing that I'm gonna say. I don't think you should trade him. No. Solely because I think he's the captain of this team, and if you trade him, the young guys are gonna be like, "Who are we fucking gonna look to now?" Right. Yeah. I feel like he is the he's the rock. Now, here's the thing. On the contrary, if Salvador Perez comes to the front office and is like, "Fucking trade me," get rid of him. I don't think he'll do that though. I don't think he will. I think here's the thing. Here's the thing. Salvador Perez won his World Series. 
He won his World Series. He won his World Series MVP. He's got two pennants to his name. And frankly, with all this, all the talent that's on this he team, he wants right to go now, to he. You know Salvador Perez. You know Salvador. Everyone Perez. always wants to go to the World Series. I literally had a whole spiel about that. Right. That's not what I mean. But he's gonna not even not even World Series. He's just gonna want to keep playing. No, I know. So and this Royals team is gonna keep playing him. But at the end of the day, like I think that like. I genuinely think that them naming him captain probably went a long way to him staying in Kansas City longer. I don't know. He's got what two years left on his deal? Uh, this year, or next year, yeah. Yeah. So one, I guess one, one and a half at this point, one and a half seasons. I like I. It's possible he leaves as a free agent. They're not going to trade him though. They're not going to trade him. Yeah. Um, I I think I think it's it's much more likely that he leaves in free agency or like you said if this team is 18 and 44 next year and yeah then maybe they trade him for something especially yeah. if he's still hitting 280 and <laughs> on pace for 30 home he's runs. He's going to start for the, he's going to start at catcher for the American League in the All-Star game. He's yeah. going to. Be- partially because the catching position sucks. Also, you want know a position does suck that I totally didn't realize sucked this year? Shortstop. Yeah, well, Bollywood Junior's the like top five offensive shortstop in the AL right now, and he's well. Got Trey, like a Trey Turner's got back from the me from the me gone gone back to the mean. So Javi Baez has not been good. That's a story forever. But well, I mean, dude, the best the best offensive shortstop in like the NL is Dansby Swanson, maybe, and the best offensive shortstop in the AL is. I, JP I, Crawford's pretty solid. Like statistically, I was JP Crawford is might be a top three offensive shortstop in the league right now. I just want you to understand that, Matt. I want you to. I really want you to understand. Shortstops are hitting like shit this year. They're hitting bad this year. Like Bobby Wood Jr. by OPS alone is a top five shortstop in the league, and his OPS is like barely at seven hundred, dude. Like it's a black hole position offensively this season. Yeah, not I, to mention Bo Bichette's been great. I forgot about Bo Bichette. He's 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 the best AL. He's the best AL. He's his OPS is like nine hundred something. There's another one in there too. I think with nine hundred, but I can't remember who it is. It might be Seager or it's not Seager. Um, I could have told you if I wasn't looking. If I wasn't like trying to think about it right now, I literally looked at it yesterday. Um, point being though, like offense is down. Like our batting average itself, at least, is down across the entire league, uh, unless you're um, Luis Arise, um, God, yeah, who might who might be the first person to hit 400 since whatever, and that's in an era where the average batting average isn't 300. Um, like the last guy when the last guy did it. Um, you want my opinion on who I think is going to get traded this se- this season at the, at the deadline for the Royals? MJ Melendez. No. Um, I think Scott Barlow, Araldis Chapman, and uh, Edward Olivares are gone. Okay. Sorry, Matt. No, that's okay. And I think they're probably a package deal. I think all three are probably a package. I think they'll go to one team. No. Yeah, dude. I think I could see I could see Chapman and Barlow going together somewhere to like a huge contender. I could see the Do- I could see the Dodgers seriously being like, yeah, we'll take two of them. Yeah. And I've already looked at the Dodgers prospects. Guess what? Their pitching development is so fucking good that you could get anybody in their top to- top 20 and you're Yeah, there's two guys. I literally just had them 
I just had them pulled up because I was literally looking at them. There are two guys that are for the Dodgers right now that are... And since the Dodgers are so good and they have money everywhere, I don't know if anyone's aware of this, they keep their prospects in the minors till they're like 24 years old. Yeah. And so nobody they, ever comes up they early develop, with them. Unless they're like unless superstar, they're superstar. Yeah. But there's a guy named Nick Frasso, and he is 24 years old, and he is below Bobby Miller, Gavin Stone, Ryan Pepia, and, and Nick Nostrini in their freaking rotation. Like just in their young guys. Yeah. So Nick Frasso, this dude is only 6'5", 200, and he's got a 1.69 ERA over 35 innings this year. He's good. Is he a starter? He's a starter. Okay, because we need starters. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, over 32 innings in in nine games. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know how many games. Yeah. And then there's another guy. His name is River Ryan. I know. You love him already. He's got a 3.05, but the two of them together for a real Chapman and... And uh, for Aroldis Chapman and uh, and Scott Barlow, I think it works. I think it works. Because this dude had, last season, he made his way, he's in double A right now. And last season, he was in high A and single A, and he had a 2.15 ERA over 15 games and 13 games started. And this year, he's got a three point, he's, got a, he's in double A, and he's got a 3.05. So... He's kind of regressed back to the mean, but who knows? I mean, this pitching development staff is not terrible. I also love Maddox Bruns. This was actually the dude, the actual lefty, because I was t- I was saying take a righty and a lefty. Nick Frasso and then this guy named Maddox Bruns, who's got a 1.82 over 45 innings and 11 starts. Yeah. He is a menace. Right. I So here's the thing. We need to take pitchers. We need to get pitchers. There is one person that I want to talk about. I texted you about him, Matt. Um, Yankees prospect. They're not known for Oswaldo being, Cabrera. They're not. They're not known for having good prospects because they sell them all off and buy, buy high on all the good guys. But yeah, Oswaldo Cabrera is a third baseman, which is a need for us. If you can have, if you can find a way to put Michael Garcia and Bobby Wood Jr. up the middle, and frankly any combo, you're set, dude. Well, like that's crazy. But here's like, the thing. that would be. Probably one of the most athletic middle infields to play the game in the last twenty years. Like Oswaldo Cabrera is on that is on their team right now, though. So uh, he would be. Is he on their forty man or on their twenty five? Oswaldo Cabrera. Yeah, I thought he was. No, dude, he's sitting in AAA, dude. He's untouched. Pretty sure. Am I crazy? What's going on? Like I. I could be wrong. I totally could be wrong because I also haven't checked in on him in a little bit. But like the dude is mashing. Like the dude is hitting the piss out of the ball. And from a pure fielding perspective, I think he's more than decent at third. He is playing for the New York Yankees right now. He's got 160 at bats. Really? Uh, yeah, he's got 160 at bats. So he's got a 200 average with four bombs. Dude, I could have swore I literally looked at his minor league stats. Well, because he had a. That's crazy, dude. He had a pretty he had a pretty good start last year uh to his Yankees career. So that's why I was Yeah, he had a little not great, but mm, it's not Oswaldo Cabrera. That's not the picture of the dude that I looked at. Oswaldo Peraza? Peraza. Is that him? Okay. See. Peraza. 
Yeah, I got the Oswaldo, and you said Cabrera, and I just ran with it. It's Peraza. Oswaldo Peraza? Yeah, you're okay. right. He has dropped a little bit in their in their rankings. Uh, even better for us, dude. He's not even in the top 30, I don't think. Uh, because he graduated. Oh. Uh, yeah, so he had... In 2023, he has not played that well. But this year in AAA, he is ripping it up. That's what I'm saying. He's in AAA. He looks crazy, dude. Like he's you could probably buy pretty low on him. That's what I'm saying. Like you might be able to get him straight up for for like one of those relievers, or like maybe if you worked around a little bit for just Taylor Clark. I think him for Taylor Clark. Taylor Clark and Oliveras. Yeah, could get you Oswaldo Pereza. Pareza, sorry. Is it Pareza or Paraza? Um, I think I, I can't remember if there's two A's or two it's, B's. I texted you about it. It is in. I haven't checked up it's on it since. Paraza. Paraza. Okay. Um, he's 22. Yeah. That's what I'm saying, dude. He's like he's young as hell. He's 22. He's batting like 320 last time I checked in the in AAA, hitting for power, yeah. like solid power. He's getting on base, and. As long as he plays league average defense at third. And I don't know if the Yankees would let go of him solely because this is the first year that he's really started showing he can hit. So who knows? But yeah, but if you can on what buy they low need. on him. But if it you depends on what they low. need. Yeah, and the Yankees, yeah, the, Sch- the Schottenheimers and Schottenheimers, what am I saying? <laughs> the Steinbrenners, that whole, that whole family is, they're going to spend money for it. And well, and not their to general mention- manager has... Not to mention, totally Giancarlo Stanton still can't stay healthy. So, like, they're going to need DH spots. And Albert Oliveras can do that for you. Especially with the short porch. I mean, he, he right. would really succeed there. They definitely don't give a fuck about defense in the in the Yankees organization. So, like, Edward Oliveras is probably fine there if they needed him to play in the outfield a little bit. Shit, throw him in right field where almost half the fly balls are home runs and, like, you're set, you know? Yeah. Just stick him back to the wall and be like, hey, just run in on everything. Don't worry about trying to chase anything down your head. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, dude. <laughs> like, stick him in right and just be like, just run forward, man. Like, run forward or to your warning side. track. Your 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 yeah. literal heels are in the are dirt. in the are in the dirt. Right. You got to run forward towards everything. Right. You know, your like, arms good enough. You can hose him at second base. Just yeah. And like right now, he's hitting. He's hitting way below his potential, and he's still got like a 700 OPS. So it's like I is he a numbskull? Yeah, but he fits into the Yank the Yankees would probably be a star in play York. ideology, you know? Like and with Giancarlo Stanton not playing well, they are honestly at a at a lack. They have a they have a drought in def and in, in, in outfielders right now. Yeah. Just and, in general. Well and Aaron Judge is uh, this is right now. Aaron Judge is injured for right now, but Right. I could see I could see you getting Pereza for Honestly, a pretty realistic price tag that includes like a Taylor Clark and or not for just Taylor Clark, but like for Edward Oliveras and or Taylor Clark. I don't know. Dude, if Taylor Clark... It depends on what the pitching market looks like. He's looked pretty solid. He's looked pretty solid. He's had 14 consecutive scoreless If you get Oswaldo Pereza for just Taylor Clark, you fleece... Congratulations. (laughs) Give J.J. Piccolo a 10-year extension at the GM spot now. Well, and that's... Okay, I know we've been talking about this forever. I don't care. Here's the thing. That's why the Rays are so good. Do you see that the trades that they that they're right. pulling off? People are like, "Oh my God, Chris Archer for Austin Meadows and Tyler Glass now right. and whatever." 
How terrible. Like, <laughs> the only trade that looks bad in retrospect that I can think of in the past, like, five years is um, Joe Ryan for uh, Nelson, um, Cruz. Nelson Cruz. Yeah. And even then, he fit a need for them, and he played pretty well for them once he got there. He played really well for them. Like, he did what he was traded to do. I mean, here's the thing. The, it was just Joe twins, Ryan is just yeah. good as fuck. And when you develop that many good pitchers, you're going to let a couple of them go. It's yeah. just as simple as that. Not to yeah. mention Joe Ryan. I mean, he's been good, but like, not Ray's starter good. <laughs> like, he'd be like the fourth guy in that rotation right now. Uh, all their starters are fucking. Good. That's what I'm saying. Like, so, like fuck, we let go of Joe Ryan. We'll have to lean on the other ten guys that we have. I don't know. Joe, Joe Ryan's really Youngs. good. He's he, great, but he's not yeah. Shane McClanahan. Uh, yeah. I mean, and Todd Bradley has a, more of an upside than he does, but that's not here nor there. I think. Uh, and Jeffrey Spriggs is playing very well. But for moral of the story, right. when you develop that many good pitchers, you're going to let a couple of them go. Yeah. For other reasons. Yeah. And I don't know. I think that that might be a little inverse of what the what the Royals might do. They might get rid of some bats to get some pitching. Which, oh, they will. They and will. I, I seriously think that that is definitely a possibility. Like, I think Michael Massey – I love Michael Massey. Do not get me wrong. I think Michael Massey is, is out of here as soon – as somebody offers something for him. I honestly think it's more realistic that we trade um, Lopez in a package deal. Really? I don't think people are going to look at Massey and go and think like, yeah, that's like, that's worthwhile. Like in a package deal. Here's the thing. Nicky Lopez might not be insane of a hitter, right? But he's fast. He's got decent contact skills and that dude can play every single infield position with plus defense. Yeah, no, he, you can't hit it to him. He will he'll like, like, kill it. Except if for the other day when he fucking had two errors or something. Like, thinking about teams that, like, don't have great defense and can hit the shit out of the ball, right, that are probably going to go to the, the postseason, you know? Like, man, I had I, I thought I had one and then it just I mean, left. I, what do you do? What are you thinking of? Well, I was trying to think, like, teams that teams that aren't... I literally said it, dude. Teams, teams that, that aren't good. Teams that are gonna that hit the ball, probably going to go to the postseason, but, like, the defense is probably a little shoddy, you know? The Yankees are, are that. I mean, Yankees, for seriously. one. Um, Twins probably could <laughs> could use a Nicky Lopez. Yeah, but they're not going to trade. They're not going to no, trade. No, not in division, but still, you know? No, like, not, not, they're not going to trade in division in the middle of the season. Also, the Central should just forfeit their postseason spot. There's not a single team above 500. Excuse me. That's the reason. That's the reason why I'm so pissed. That's the reason and the only reason why, if you're pissed about the Roy- the Royals' record, yeah, like that's you're the, in the only o- reason you can you're be in the mad least competitive it. division in the league. They if they were ten games under, they'd be four games out of 500. I'm not even fucking um, kidding. Or f- f- four games out of first. More teams just popped in my head. Angels definitely could use a Nicky Lopez type. Um, partially because yeah. Anthony Rendon can't honestly, stay fucking healthy. Honestly, take 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 the Angels like. Best pitching prospect. They've got twenty of them because they drafted only pitchers well, two years ago. Well, no, but here's the thing. I mean, just take take people from the Angels because they're probably good. The Angels just don't know how to how to do it. Well, and the Angels are also probably going to be in the market for bullpen this season. We'll see. Specifically because this might be their only window with Mike Trout and Otani to try to go. Deep oh, Otani's leaving. That's what I'm saying. Like, they, like yeah. they 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 are. They might. They are competing for the West right now. If for the if, first time, if ever. the Angels are dog shit by by July, though, I mean they, they might. They you they saw might be the sellers. You saw the what uh, what's Juan Soto got in return. You you can't tell me that 
what Shohei's going to bring you back in return. Right. If you trade right. away Shohei Otani, you would probably get one, two, three, four, five out of a system. No, the Blue Jays. Blue Jays might be in the in the market for some relievers. I have I actually haven't looked at their at at their system. Question for you. That w- that well actually. Question for you. He's been dog shit this season. Um, if we could trade some sort of package that involved like a reliever and a player to Toronto for Alec Manoa, would you do it? They're not going to trade away Alec Manoa. Um, n- they're not going to trade away Alec Manoa. He won the Cy Young last year. He also just got sent to the complex. complex. He got not sent to the, the com- minors. He got sent to the complex league because they're going to fucking start from scratch on him because they're going to You're see gonna what's wrong. You're going to start from scratch with the guy that played a Cy Young, that won a Cy Young. I, I don't know, but I think it's a good idea. It's what the Royals should have done with Jackson Coar. I mean, it's I mean, what they should have yeah, done with him a right, while ago. Right, with Jackson Coar. If you're starting from scratch, the fact that a young Cy Young won a Cy Young doesn't matter anymore. I understand because you're changing everything. Oh, but you're not gonna you're not gonna trade Alec Manoa. But I'm saying, would you do it? Would I do it for who? I literally said I. You said a couple cognitive of skills. Cognitive skills. No, I, I said some sort of combination of a reliever and a bat. Okay, but like bat. Yeah, I yes, but specific players like a Taylor Clark, Nicky Lopez. Let's not. No, you wouldn't get him for that. I was yeah. saying like maybe Oraldis and Oliveris. I don't think they take that. If they d- if if there if there's any chance they're of the also, imagination, are they fourth? Are they fourth in? The, I think they're that crazy ass West. The Blue Jays are. Uh, the the East, you mean? Yeah, I East. think they're second because the O's are in first. Are they really? Yeah. What's their bullpen? They're, no, they dude, got that one dude. They got uh, Felix Bautista. Ba- Bautista. Bautista, yeah. and then that they they have another dude who. Uh, is so good, and I can't remember his name. Who just came on the scene this year? Uh, I could, I could honestly see the Rays maybe even trading for. Oh, they're in second place. The Rays are, yeah, in, first the Rays place. are in first place. I could see the Rays. The Rays are fucking forty and eighteen or something. I could see the Rays maybe looking for uh, like a bullpen guy, but their pitching is so good. I feel like they Dog. would need to go outside of the program to tap the sign. Literally, not even kidding. Don't, don't trade with them. You yeah, don't. You I know. Do not trade. You know this. I know. Anybody, anybody who's not a, who's not aware, we were talking about the Rays and how they develop things very well and how they absolutely get, like, if they steal don't see players value away in from someone, people. there's Here, not going to be value here's the in thing. someone. Here's the thing: if Edward Oliveris was to go to the Rays, I'd be like, watch I promise the you, fuck out. I promise watch you, out. dude. They turn him. into Barry they'd Bonds. They fix him. <laughs> dude would turn into Barry Bonds. They'd fix his defense too. Yeah, the, you know they would. Yeah, they will because they would just beat it into him. Like they would just absolutely like fucking pound the defense in. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, Edward Oliveras to the Rays is a very dangerous combination. I would just like to say, like, if Edward Oliveras goes to the Rays, sign my ticket. I he might be one of the best players in all of baseball next year. Like, and I'm not even kidding. I'm not even kidding. I kind of want him to go just to see it happen. No, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I think it's absolutely crazy. I see. I keep looking at these. Maybe you could buy low on Ricky Tinneman. He was so good last year. Holy balls! Uh, the, well, sorry, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the prospects for the Blue Jays right now because we brought up the Blue Jays. They're actually a really good p- trade partner in my opinion. And you traded with them last year, so you're familiar with uh, with that. Although Max Castillo was not great, um, you're probably not going to get a number one in the system. But uh, I don't know. I don't know. Who's to say? Uh, who is to say at all? Uh, 
their pitching is really bad. So they probably won't end up doing anything with the Blue Jays, but maybe they like a couple of them. I think Who I think knows? you probably see. I think you probably need to have your eye on Lopez and and Oliveras if you're looking at bats, more so than like Massey or, um, you know, I would have at the beginning of the season I would have said Prado, but that dude's untouchable now, not after what he's been doing the last 150 at bats. Um, I was I was gonna ask you, I was gonna ask you, who do you think are the untouchables on the Royals? Bobby Witt Jr., Nicky, or sorry, not Nicky, Nick Prado, Vinny Passantino. I think, I think right that's, now Michael Garcia is probably untouchable. I don't think Michael's. I don't think Michael's untouchable. I we think need a third baseman. A He's the best chance at a third baseman for a competitive team in the next three years. Yeah, unless um, we go out and sign one. And we've talked about this before. This th- third base market this offseason sucks ass. It's not good. Well, the market this offseason is just not good. Yeah. Uh, we were talking about that before. I think we were even. We were looking at all kinds of like free agency tracker. Uh, and like who is going to go where i think in the, the day the royals can hang their hat on one thing right now and that is the fact that they probably have one of the best defensive infields in the major leagues and if you can with how well michael is hitting right now for the most part by like advanced metrics and with the potential that Bollywood junior has and nick prado and vinny pasantino like you just need a mediocre second baseman that can play great defense, and your infield is set for the next competitive team. Ooh. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm looking. I think. I apologize. I am looking at the starting pitching market for. It's not great uh, for next for next season. I think there's which, a couple names, but it's not. Yeah, I like like Blake Snell, Luis Severino. Zach Grinky's on there. Zach Grinky is on there. You are <laughs> correct, but uh, yeah, uh, a lot of people that are not not good and haven't been good for a while are on this list. Aaron Nola's on this list. I I would I'd sell my left nut for Aaron Nola on this team. Uh, Maybe they'll decide that that's what they want right they're willing to spend money on. Uh, Could you imagine if we signed him and like he was just like half of our <laughs> half of our payroll. But, but you're still going to have to you're still going to have to pay money. I mean, Luis Severino's on this list too, which is one name intrigues that, me. I think Luis Sever- like my opinion of this ball club, man. And I've been saying this forever is that if you were to just invest a shit ton of money, like do what the Rangers did. Look what the fucking Rangers are doing right now. Like I'm not like sh- hey they it they almost spent didn't work a for fucking shitload of money. I'm Last not year, saying I clowning on their ass for for, for like spending on Seager and money. Simeon. Was, yeah, I'm still gonna clown on their ass for spending on fucking Degrom, but that's an entirely different story. I don't I don't know. I mean he's really good, but he's really good, but he also hasn't pitched more than like. 15 starts for four years now. It has been a while. You are correct. Um, but yeah, I think that, uh, I think that the Rangers, if you're, if you're the Royals right now, the teams that you are looking at to be like, okay, we want to be like them. I'll list them right now. Uh, the Orioles is what you thought you were going to be. Didn't work out, but the Royals, the Orioles also have seven players still in the top 100 prospects, and the Royals have zero. They have none because they updated it, and Gavin Cross is no longer on it because he's not been, he's not been amazing this year. But the O's are who you thought you were. Hell, I'd even say the Diamondbacks are who you thought you were. Uh, I think they have better pitching development, which is the reason why they're so good. Um, the O's, the Diamondbacks, and the Rangers. 
The Rangers spent a shit ton of money. I get that. Braves. I mean, no. The Braves is not who they thought they were going no, to be. No, but you said you, there's teams that you're looking at that you want to be. I mean, if you're, yeah. If you're the Royals, you're following the Braves' blueprint, blueprint right now. Signing guys young, signing them quick, understanding upside, and being willing to sell. But they're not going to sign anybody to contracts with the team's not winning. So, like, uh, Vinny could be the best – he could be the best first baseman in all of baseball then for the rest of the season. And I seriously do think that at the end of the season they wouldn't give him an extension. It, he's been on, he's, he was on a bad team. So I, I just don't think that that's going to happen. Um, my opinion is that I so just – I want to see this – I just want to see this team somehow show – show us more than it has right now. Like, I know that sounds so terrible. Is it too much to ask to have MJ Melendez, Bobby Witt Jr., Nick Prado, and uh, Vinny Pasquantino all working at the same time? Like, is that too much to ask? I think it'll happen at least for a small stretch this year. Yeah. Uh, end of the day, but before we go on for an hour and a half. Yeah, we need to end this, but yeah. End of the day... <sighs> They're not good this year. We knew that was going to be the case. Pick your guys, whether it's one, three, five, or nine, that you put your phone down to watch their at-bats or go out of your way to check their their box scores at the end of the game. Appreciate that. Enjoy that. And just forget about what the team is for now. End of the day, you shouldn't be okay with this type of play. But for this season, you're just going to have to be. Yeah. And if you're not, just don't fucking watch. Stop complaining about it at this point. Simple as that. Record doesn't mean anything. This is a a season of storylines. Record be damned. Yeah. I, yeah. Um, I agree with you. We need to move on to America's favorite segment. This is Drop the Ball. Drop the Ball. Uh, it's the name of the show. That's why you're here. We're not raw. We're not raw dogging this week. Sorry. Uh, we thought about it. We talked about it, but it's okay. We raw dogged last week, and we figured that there was enough sports to talk about that we need to. Yeah, we need, need to, to lock in. We need to keep it rolling. Anyway, anyway, uh, my drop the ball comes from Twitter, and I'm sorry that the sports world has not been great for drop the balls this week. I apologize. Mm, great. The NBA is here, and they're in the finals, which is fine. The Stanley Cup is happening. That's cool. But I don't pay attention enough to like really see somebody fall down in the ice. I'm not going to call that as my drop the ball. So it, mine comes from Twitter, and uh, mine is going to be a tweets this week that's drop the ball because I cannot believe that I read this when I when I read it, which is uh, it's from Fox 26 Houston. Um, if you've ever heard these words in a sentence before, just be sure to call me out. Right. right, um, right. Some and it's a it's a it's an article that they're trying to say, and it says some men use maxi pads for excess gooch grease. <laughs> Was this an actual article? Yep, this is an actual article from, and gooch grease is definitely in quotes, so it was definitely taken from something else. Uh, somebody says my new stage name, which gooch honestly, grease. good. This was who posted this? A good one. Uh, Fox Twenty Six Houston, a Fox affiliate news station. Yes, like actual journalism. Yes, actual. Journalism. Holy fuck. Uh, that is th- that is literally <laughs> literally what what it is. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, here's the thing. Here's and here's when you open it. When you open up the literal article, it says, "What is gooch grease?" That's Some men are using maxi pads. 
Some some men say they need pads just like ladies, but for a very different reason. Gooch grease. Does your taint sweat that much, Matthew? I can tell you now, I've had sweaty balls. I've never needed something to soak it up. <laughs> never once in my life <laughs> have I needed something to soak. I have sat on a hot have baseball. Have I wanted? <laughs> I, <laughs> I have sat at a hot plastic seat in Coffin Stadium in 105 degree heat for hours. With with no hydration. With no hydration. Yeah. And not needed something to soak up my balls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so uh, Fox 26 Houston. My God almighty. Gutierrez. Someone, I can't believe, you know what's the craziest part about that is not that someone wrote it, but that that got written, passed up to the editor, and the editor said, yeah, that goes out. Let's run it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's I guess, all I got to say. That's crazy, dude. I guess that's all I got to say. I've got a new summer, um, summer science. Yeah. And experiment. I, and I would just like to say this is uh and this is the last thing I'll say just cuz I think it's funny is uh somebody also was in an argument on what kind of Gatorade's the best and somebody said the nipple tip is no matter the what. nipple tip. And someone said the nipple tip makes me feel like I'm sucking Gatorade okay. straight from the titty All of a gator. Right. Okay. Hey. <laughs> okay. Cool blue is the best. Yeah, I'd agree Not with Glacier you. Freeze. Glacier Freeze is dog shit. It's I think it's, it's okay. okay. I don't hate it. Cool Blue is the best. But somebody I don't get the Glacier Freeze fan club. I don't get that. Yeah, but some people are like, oh, look, I got Blue Gatorade over here. I'm like, that's not Blue Gatorade. That's not Blue Gatorade. It's light Blue Gatorade. Yeah. Blue Gatorade is Cool Blue and it is fire as fuck. Yeah. Anyway, uh, that's my Couldn't drop tell of you all what this flavor week. fucking Cool Blue is, but it's good. Yeah. It's Cool Blue, okay? That's it's what flavor, flavor is. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Anyway. Um, I'm sure a lot of you guys are probably aware of like the whole Anthony Bass situation in Toronto. Tweeted out some like I think it was like, the thing about Instagram his popcorn, story. He, like, the, the popcorn in the something anti fucking gay on his <laughs> Instagram story. I don't know. I'm tired of it at this point. Like yeah, like <laughs> I'm not. He's my drop the ball is not that he's a bigot. It's the fact that um, the dude is such a bitch. Like he bitched out so hard on that that he posted it, took it down. And is now making letting the team force him to catch the ceremonial first pitch on their pride night. Letting the team force him, like like they're like he the t- the team announced that he is catching the ceremonial first pitch on pride night, and there's no way that that is anything less than the team going, "You're doing this, or you're not pitching." <laughs> I don't know. Maybe name a dude that bitched out that hard since like. Napoleon, dude. Like that's crazy. Like that's that's like French surrender level of bitching out, dude. That's not waving the white that's like waving the white flag, but the white flag is your like skid marked up like underwear. Like whitey tidies. Like whitey tidies? Yeah. Like he he's raising the right white flag to surrender, but it's not a white flag, it's his fucking poopy underwear. Damn. We've all been there. So we've all been there. We've all had poopy underwear. It happens to the best of us. Men, women, they, them's alike, you know? Yeah. We've all shit our pants. Yeah. And that's what Pride Month's about. Mm-hmm. Because we're all the same, really, when you come down to it. We're right. all the same on the inside. Right. But end of the day, if you're going to be a if you bigot, cut somebody open. If you're going to be a bigot, you might as well at least stand up to it, stand up for it to the point where you're like, 
getting fired, you know? Because, like, everybody's going to hate you anyways. Yeah. At least lose your job. At least lose your job out of it. No, it was just crazy. Like, dude, literally, like, he bitched out so hard that he's going to And if you don't lose your job, pussy. You're pussy. You're a bitch. Yeah, you're a bitch. Like, he bitched out so hard that he's catching the first pitch on Pride Night. Odds are, someone who's gay as fuck is throwing that pitch. Hate to break it to you, Anthony Bass. It's going to have gay all over that ball. You're going to catch it, dude. He's probably not gonna. He's probably gonna keep it in the leather. He's probably not gonna touch it. He's gonna it. like have a, like a plastic glove on his throwing hand. Maybe. And they're gonna make him pose with them for a picture too. Yeah. He's been causing a lot of shit because he's the one that was on that trip. Who who was on that flight? And somebody said, "My freaking flight attendant made me pick up my spilt popcorn." What the fuck was, was that? Like, him? Yeah, that was him, dude. He's a bitch for real. I heard someone. I I can't remember like what it was. And he's I think like was, my my wife is pregnant. I'm like. Dude, you fucking play Major League Baseball. <laughs> there was... Pick up the fucking pop. Pick up the board. There was, um, there was like, some article that came out, and it was, like, anonymous ex-Blue Jay player comes out and says that the whole team fucking hates Anthony Bass. And someone was like, that was definitely Marcus Stroman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was definitely Marcus Stroman. And I was like, yeah, probably. Yeah, that was probably no, Marcus Stroman. Marcus Stroman... Stroman they does not mince words. Love he does Marcus not mince words, dude. I wish he pl- I wish he played for the Royals. He was the one who I was like, I wish the Royals would have signed him. When is his Cubs deal? How long is his Cubs deal? He I don't know what his opt out is, but I think he probably signed like a four or five year contract. He's I mean he's I don't frankly I don't think he's good enough to turn us around, but he'd be a great two guy. Oh my god, he'd be perfect. Yeah. I, I like Yeah, and the he's fact also that older now. I remember I don't know if he'd be worth it at this point. I but. do remember when he signed with the uh <laughs> when he signed with the Cubs, I was like, Why the fuck are you signing with the Cubs? I I was like the Cubs have much of a chance of winning as we do. Now, they're better because Marcus Stroman is very good. But now I'm looking up his contract. Are you looking it up now, too? No. Okay. Well, he <laughs> signed a three-year contract with the Cubs. Uh, does he have a freaking... Ow. I don't think he does. He does not. So he'll be a free agent after... after... Wait. He played for them in 2022, too? Who? Marcus Stroman. Played for the Cubs? Yeah. Yeah. He's been there for a couple years. What the hell? No, he has not. This is not his first year, dude. Is not his first year with the Cubs? No. What? I'm crazy. Apparently, you're a little crazy. Nothing, nothing too bad though. What the hell? I'm, I am crazy because I thought he signed a contract with the Cubs this season. Anyway, we need to end this episode. We did our drop the balls. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, Marcus Stroman. Love Marcus Stroman. Wish he was Moral a royal. of the story: If you take anything away from this from this podcast, if you're gonna stand up for something, you better be willing to lose your job for it, even if yeah. it's you being homophobic. As yeah, fuck. don't be don't bitch out. Don't bitch out. Get fired from your job. Yeah. Because then, then if you if you don't bitch if you bitch out, then you become the bitch for real. <laughs> These are life lessons we're giving. Life you lessons. Drop, this, is, this, is, this is this is this is. Damn near close to a raw dogging ending. A raw dogging ending? Yeah, a raw dogging ending. Mm. But we're not going to give the raw dogging uh, outro today because we just dropped the ball today. We just dropped some balls. Yeah. Dropping balls and dropping knowledge. Yeah. You know how it is. Dropping so. balls and dropping knowledge. I can't believe I've never thought of that in the three years of this show. That's what I'm here for, man. I'm the ideas guy. Yeah. But that's why that, I keep you around. <laughs> with that, thank you for listening. Matt, do you want to take us out? Yeah, I will. And until next time. And until next time. Don't drop the ball. Dee, nee, nee, nee. <laughs>